I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is Eat Prisoner PC Podcast. Don't fade away. Exactly, like um, like a like a Skellington. Yes. Oh. Max Skellington. Was that what his name was? Doubt it. His name was probably something Scotch because it was Scotch type. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, told us a name. See, that's nowadays it would have a name and there'd be toys out. Definitely. <sighs> Made of real so, human bone. Are we doing this? Yeah, I suppose so. Right, so you're going to have to work um, through sign language, basically. That's fine, that's cool. Which is annoying, there is a, not annoying, but there's a, there is a section purely on Donald Sinden's voice. <laughs> no, but it's fine, so. but I, I remember what it sounds like, it's okay, it's cool. <laughs> Pop. It's all good. Pop, go, go. Here he is with his car, which will come up again later. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers, his car's in it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, so this week we're doing Many Happy Returns, which is our fifth, it, um, sixth episode. Episode six for us. Yeah. And it was seventh in the original order. Yes. Yeah. Back on mic. I am on mic. I'm, not, I'm right, right at. Yeah, there you are. Oh, it makes oh, all the difference. I'm glad to turn my head to look at the TV for some reason. I don't know why, because it's just the uh, the intro at the it's, moment. And which also, is... the TV is massive and maybe three feet from your eyes. <laughs> yeah. so just look at the corner <laughs> of your eye. It. I love screens. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough of screens. So, first transmission date, Friday, 10th of November, 1967. Uh, yet again, ATV Midlands and Grampian, 7.30pm to 8.30pm. Written by Anthony Skeen, who I believe also wrote Dance of the Dead. Yeah, he definitely did. And obviously in Dance of the Dead, the colonel is mentioned. Mm -hmm. And now we get to meet him. Yep. Uh, Directed by Joseph Cerf, also Patrick McEwen. Yeah, because he used that name for other things, well, other directions. Indeed. He's the king of pseudonyms. He used a different one, not last week. King of Cerf. What's surf mean again? I always thought that was like, you know, surf, S E R F. I thought you did. Oh, um, yeah, some sort of night thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Good for him. Training to be a knight or something? Yeah. I don't know. He's still younger than us in this. It's still shocking. <laughs> it's only a week between them. It's like... I know. Well, I'm going to say it every <laughs> so he's week. He's still going to be younger. But look at his no. hair. He has old it's man hair. Terrible hair. hair. It really is. I said it it's... before, but last week when he was all wet. Well, this, the well, this week one later on when he's all wet and mm. tough, he's, he's got some good hair occasionally. It's messy hair, but it suits him. I like the fact that, um, you know, spoilers as always, uh, when he's on a boat later on in this episode, mm-hmm. uh, he does take the time to shave. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> salt water as well. You, you get a nick there. That's oh, that's gonna sting. Yeah, that's not a good idea. And that is a sixties razor. It's basically a straight razor yeah. in a on a handle. It's fuck that on a. I I, I did that wrong. It's a it's like a safety razor with no safety. Is what I'm suggesting. I've just realised what he, like, I'm just looking at the screen there, and he's doing the running along the beach in the intro. Mm-hmm. I've just realised what his arms are doing. Yeah. Remember when Trump was making fun of that disabled reporter? <laughs> That's how he runs, pretty much. Oh, and uh, for that we love him. I don't know. Well, him. It's fine. Oh. It's, it was a, it was a time thing. It was the sixties. It was like you see the phones. Oh, it says phones top right. Yes. Yeah, turn it down for me. Just towards me. Yeah. Because you're a good volume as for the recording. Yeah. But even though I'm deaf, you're very loud to death. So how's that? You're lovely. Yeah. <laughs> we always knew that. <clears throat> secretly. You're like a bear. You're like you're like Nicolas Cage when he's dressed as the bear and he punches that woman in the wicker man. <laughs> More like him than you know. Well enough punch this week. Oh. Yeah, better than grabbing them, arguably. I mean, you know, <laughs> it depends. I think either way leads to PTSD. It's not. I mean, I'm never going to work in Hollywood again, but... Oh. Uh, um, <laughs> these pyjamas as well. It's it's my second note. My first note is, prisoner awakes, 
Second note, his dressing gown and uh, pyjama set are straight out of Only When I Laugh. Well, I was, I was about to say, it's like you could do a guest spot. Yeah. It's, it's less of a dressing gown to him, more of like some sort of, kind of silky smoking jacket sort of thing. That's definitely a dressing gown. I know. It's but a it's, silk it looked, dressing gown. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nowadays, maybe you wouldn't say it was manly, but look how he pulls it off. And yet again in this episode, he's going to cut down a tree in a minute. Yeah. And he's going to be more man than you. He is so good at cutting down trees. <laughs> he really what, is. That's why it's happened twice in three episodes. <laughs> I know. He's just showing off. I mean, you really yeah. know what Patrick McGowan likes from these, right? Anything that repeats. So he likes yeah. chess. He likes black cats and he likes cutting down trees. <laughs> well, I think the only thing that's in the village with him is the cat. Who is a spy, as we know. Yeah, it's a spy cat, um, which breaks a cup or something at some point. And then he goes away for quite a while in this episode. And comes back. Comes back, the and cat's still sitting there. And so is the cat. It's a robot cat. Yeah. It's a, not a robot cup, a robot cat. I just, uh, right, I say, if we're talking about this not in order. Yeah. At the end, why has no one cleaned that cup up? It's been at least oh, but four weeks. That's the weird sort of creepy thing in that we'll get to the end there and you still, he comes back and there's still nobody going about except for that cat. Yeah, true. And then she appears, looks out the window and they're all there, which is why I think he never left the island at all. He's been just drugged out of his tits. Oh. Because everyone's just back there having a parade. I didn't look at it that way at all, no. I saw it as, you know... They are prisoners. They were yeah. told not to leave their houses. But he goes in. Well, okay, some of the doors are locked, but he does go into other places. And there's no, no that's before he leaves. So they maybe take him away initially. Mm-hmm. But when they know he's coming back, yeah, you know what I mean. That's even like the, the patio furniture is still like all tipped over and everything, so nothing's touched. Yeah, and then they just appear. I don't know. I still think he's, he's been. It's totally yeah. possible. It would also explain why uh, no one ever comes for him. Yeah. This thing as well, I thought he was going to hang himself here yeah, with the bell. But oh, um, yeah, no one ever finds him. You know what I mean? So, But then initially Dance of the Dead was after this. Mm-hmm. And I see why for the actual plot, but the things he says in it makes it an early episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. In that episode he says he's never seen a knight, Ian just got here, blah, blah, blah. But in that one, they do find a person that looks like him, makes it look like him, and sends him out to sea, so they think he's dead. You know what I mean? And that would be a good follow-up to this episode. I mean, you still expect the colonel to turn up again, personally. Yeah. If only because, you know, it's rude not to. You believe a guy, you send him off. I assume they have to crash that plane into the sea. You can't fly back and go, I don't know where he's gone. Oh, Plus, you know, the milkman's going to be in a also, shitload of trouble. The, the pilot at the end of this had an accent as well. Well, that was the so, well, that was the milkman, right? I mean, that's the point. Yeah. So then, although he's can taken off from, mm-hmm. like, say, a, an allied base, mm-hmm. like, land at the other side, so he could be on the other side and defect or something. I don't know. Oh, right. Well, you know, but he has an accent, and it's still a British accent. Does he? I thought it was yeah. a bit weird and nope. European sounding. Nope. No. It's very British. I think by the end of this, you can guarantee that maybe the Colonel's not behind it, but Britain definitely is behind mm. oh, How's this, right? This is one thing I thought until they said the thing about Morocco and Spain. Mm-hmm. I thought, couldn't it be in like Switzerland? So, like the neutral country, and they just take everyone who might be a dick. Yeah, I mean, but also, right? Just look at the weather. (laughs) This is is not fucking Spain or Morocco. Well, no, that's one of the greatest bits of this episode is that you get uh, what do you call it? Archive footage of Spain when they're flying around. Spain, 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 Wales. Yeah, I mean, look at him cut that tree down. He makes me hard. Is that wrong? No, that's... I mean, that's I, I didn't know there was a fetish for watching people cut down trees, but it's I definitely got it. very specific, though. It's only him oh, look, cutting down yeah, trees. Just quickly, look at the ecological disaster. Jeez. I never see that part before. <laughs> I totally missed that part. I must have blinked. I've watched this twice, and I've never seen him burn that shit down the drain. <laughs> well, you've got the same files I do, so I don't know. How the fuck have I never seen that? Uh, oh. oh, here's a going back a bit. Yeah. Only when I laugh. How did that run for four years? <laughs> Just from a plot point of view, why were they wrong? always in hospital? What was wrong with them? Why were they always next to each other? Terminal. 
It was a mental hospital. I'm pretty sure series one was just about an appendix. It really uh, accelerates. Oh, they probably leave like some that scissors could be our in next. Can we find that somewhere? Can that be our next one? That's not going to be our next one. <laughs> no. I refuse. I just find random episodes of British TV every now and again. Just do like a Never the Twain or something and then a, only when I laugh. And... I, I find out a context that might not work. <sighs> I did... Excuse me. Considering you have all the DVDs, I um, it's still in this house somewhere. Um, I did oh, think Columbo. we could do all the Columbos that Patrick McGowan directed, even if he's not in mm. them, because he directed seven or eight episodes. Oh, there's a, a bit there, right? You see when he's untying his raft. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the cat. Um, for a brief second, it did look like he was about to pick, like, strap one of those cannons onto the fucking raft. <laughs> Because it's just, it can, you never notice the can, the rope attached to the cannon. Yeah. You just sort of walk towards it. I'm like, is he taking a fucking cannon with him? How's he going to lift that? That's good. Also, uh-huh. we've seen his boat making skills before. Yep. That's a shit raft considering the boat you built last time. Yeah, but the boat he built, boat, the, the boat he built last time, <clears throat> I don't think would actually have worked particularly. Mm. I mean, it was, you know, it was a, a donut <coughs> with a tarp. Yeah. But, well, I, don't know, but I think this is a better one technically. Mm. You know, you're not yeah. worrying about aesthetics. Yeah. No. But anyway, right, so where are we? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we've got we nothing. Should, yeah, we've, 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 we've. But as skipped. I say, there are not many notes here it's because the prisoner wakes up. Right, no running water, no electricity. Village is apparently deserted, apart from a black cat. He takes photographs of the area, constructs a raft. Motherfucker can still cut down a tree yeah. and sails out to sea. Um, and we are already up to date on yeah, this. Yeah, right? making his own compass as well, oh. which is, yeah. No, no, I was going to say, in his kit bag of the stuff, right? Yeah. A jar of cooking oil. A jar. Because <laughs> he gets thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I, he has to make a compass, right? Yeah. Why didn't he just take the driver out of the radio why did he take the whole radio well because he's probably using other parts of it for for what he's on a boat to make another radio <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know what it is he's eating that's that. spam is that what spam yeah, i've like never eaten spam spam or corned beef i kind of i hate corned beef not when i, I, I put it in a sandwich for you other if i make a it. reuben but it's, it's beef. there's other things on it and it's disguising it but corned beef by itself not hope I'm not a fan of people who ever go, you know, that was horrible English. There was no words there really at all. You know, people who make like a corned beef sandwich, like my mum, mm-hmm. and it'll be white bread, butter, corned beef, butter, bread. That is a nightmare situation yeah. for me. It's so British. It's like, look how boring and plain oh, I, had a, I had a roast beef sandwich the other day, which was just white bread um, and roast beef, but I mm. did put a little bit of mustard on it. Not your English mustard, because that's kid oh. killed. Um, a bit of mild, sort of American-style mustard. You're such a pussy. I don't like English, like Coleman stuff. It kind of, Coleman's you know, is the best, because it's uh, made in Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh, apparently, this uh, he's come across some gun runners in this. Um, yes. It's apparently the same boat from... The it's other the Postoffelof lift. There you go, just tossing him into the sea. Yeah. I mean, uh, hold on, I've got a note here for that. Right, um, oh, also another note. Yeah. When he's shaving, he looks like Gene Wilder. <laughs> it's the wild, it's the hair, because it's, it's mm. some good hair work in this. And this, as much as I sort of deride his, sort of his spy skills and credentials stuff, yeah. this is good work here. The whole mm-hmm. faking it and then suddenly, like, right, they're not watching spring into action. Well, spring he doesn't over. know they're not watching, he just takes it. Well, he's waited long enough. That's a beautiful piece of swimming as well. It is, yeah. That's. He's actually showing some decent skills here occasionally. Still making some various schoolboy errors later on, but we'll get to this. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah, after 25 days, his raft is picked up by a smuggler's boat and he's left for dead. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they're gun runners, right? But to kill a man for peaches and beans. I mean, Jesus <laughs> one Christ. Of the, one of the bits in the trivia on IMDb oh. is, oh, you can tell that he's being double-crossed here because these guys have got cans of stuff with village food written on it. Yeah, no, they just stole it they, from him. Like, <laughs> even I pay more attention to this fucking thing than this person who's thought, went to the bother of adding that on IMDb. Mm. 
Okay. Oh, also, is it me or is the size of that tin of beans much too big? Well, it's also it's. I mean, it's it is like a pint of beans. Yeah, you see, it's, <laughs> it's like I have never opened a tin of beans oh. and had it like practically overflowing because you always see that it's like, it's like it's a bean advert. Mm. Like you open it up and it's like, oh, look how crammed full of beans this was. As soon as you open the tin, they spring out. No. Maybe the village is nicer, but like it's a mix of here are some apple slices or pears, you know, pears in water, uh, peaches in water, two tins of beans and a tin of spam. I mean, literally, if they didn't find this corpse, were they going to starve to death? Yeah. Because that is not a meal. They go, let's open it all today. That's like a child at Christmas. Yeah. Some lovely uh, 60s porn on the window, on the window, on the walls, even. I know it's like an episode of Porridge. <laughs> Except Porridge actually had tatties. They they went they went full. Uh, they had nips in oh, uh, Porridge. If you look at the, uh, I missed that. You know, considered it's a PG show. He's like, he's, look, here's here's where I'm saying he's fucked up. Right, he just found a room with guns in it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take a gun. He doesn't use guns. Patrick McGowan's characters don't use guns. Please remember that for the finale. That's why I get well, really it's confused. Also, here's the, the other thing as well, though. Uh-huh. And that once in a second, he's going to go and like can knock them up and tie them up and shit. Knock them up. Knock them up, <laughs> yeah. No, but he's going to tie them up, right? Yeah. But then he ties them up in a room with the guns. They use guns. He might not. Uh-huh. They do. So maybe don't lock them up in the room with the yeah, guns. Yeah, but it does keep it action-packed, right? True. I mean, you've got to keep this moving. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying for if this was reality. Yeah. I mean, look at this <clears throat> sentence. I'm going to knock all the, you know how I write my notes. In between, yeah. I, I, I do a different colours for like non-plot points, right? So I'll ignore the other colours and read it. After 25 days, his raft is picked up by a smuggler's boat and he's left for dead. Uh, climbing onto the boat, he fights with the men on board, um, knock, knocks them out, ties them up, they escape. He beats them up and swims for the coast. <laughs> swims to the nearest coastline, encounters a party of travellers, discovers that he's back in England and smuggles him back self and smuggles himself aboard a lorry to London. Yeah, that is one sentence, but it's pretty much what you know. What I mean, it's like thirty minutes of this. Uh... Also, now we've got to this point as well. Mm. He's still not uttered a word. No, no. Because it's is it twenty two minutes or something before he says anything. They uh, yeah. mutter something to each other in German. Yeah, they they say very diehard phrases. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm sure one of them says "schnell," which is yeah, which it's, is definitely something that you know yeah. uh, British actors say to each other when you need to show that someone is German. <laughs> but see, like, he also, he also they, leaves. They also do the same. They do the same thing in Die Hard. You know what I mean? No. Yeah, he just he leaves him in the room with tools and guns. Oh, I don't know what he's playing. Well, the thing is, he can't see the coastline yet, so it is a mistake. But you got to take into account he's eaten nothing but spam and been on a boat for twenty five days. Tie them up and throw them overboard. I don't think he's that guy. See, Patrick McGowan wanted to be a character that you could look like look up to and respect, which is why he doesn't go around fucking women, and he doesn't go <laughs> he doesn't use guns. He tries to use his wits. The problem is, he's not that smart. No. The, actually, in fact, a major character flaw with the prisoner is, he's not that smart, but he thinks he is. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a cocky shit. Saying that, oh. he did build his own car from the ground up. Well, so yeah. <laughs> and that's it. we've seen him build two boats, well, yeah. a raft and a boat. Mm. So he's got some skills. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, maybe... And he likes chess, but yet he doesn't think three moves ahead in real life. It's weird. (laughs) Was this a Christmas shoot they cut these ladies out of? Because they're all wearing, like, Santa gear. (laughs) (laughs) And we know it's March 9th, so it's got nothing, no reason to be Christmassy. Yeah, but once you've stuck them up on the wall... Because they seem to be pasted up as well. Yeah. You're just kind of stuck with it. You're kind of stuck with it. (laughs) They use polycell. Fools. (laughs) You're stuck with these ladies now. Yeah. Uh, we're miles away from this, but there's right, uh, but while I'm thinking, um, there's going to be a milkman turning up, right? Yes. And I his about the milkman somewhere. And his van, right? <laughs> did, did you write down the same thing I wrote? I don't know. It says Pinterman, yeah. right? I always say Painter. 
Well, Pinta Pinta. Here we go, right? Now, they're talking about this being from Spain, right? Yes. Now, I don't know if you know this, but Pinta Mal or Esto Pinta Mal in Spanish yeah. uh, literally means this isn't going to turn out well. All right. Now, is that. I really do feel like someone knew that and played with it a bit. Not sure. Because it, it, it either means this isn't going to turn out well or this isn't looking good. It's kind of. Because obviously there's only three words in yeah. it. It's a turn of phrase. Maybe it just means, oh, oh, spaghetti. <laughs> uh. But because um, I Googled uh, Pinta Matt, Matt, Matt is strong or whatever it says on the side <laughs> of his back because I wanted a T-shirt that says it. And guess what? It's only in this TV show. Oh. It's nowhere else on the Internet. Oh, I was going to. Uh, OK. I was going to be our suggestion for things to ask Siri about. Oh, well. Well, no, I beat you. Ugh. I'm one step ahead of you. Up there with that confusing uh, IMDb <laughs> trivia about Donald Sinden's voice. I sent you a text about it a couple of days ago. I'll bring um, up the text. It's a yeah. lot easier because uh, it'll have a link in it. Um, boop. Here we go. What? Uh-huh. This is a lot longer than I remember. This is not what I sent you. It's not, I, I sent you trivia, but it's opened up his biography. It's deeply <laughs> upsetting. Um, oh, so much trivia. What? Well, see, it shows they're German as well because using a Luger, and only Germans are allowed to use Lugers. True story. Unless you bought one as a BB gun as a child. Uh, um, I had a cat gun. Here we go. A BB gun. Uh, uh, regarding Donald Sinden's voice. Yes. When he first became a stage actor, his speaking voice was comparatively high-pitched, so he had voice coaching to lower it and make it more imposing and sonorous. When he later started acting in films, his modified voice was too deep for the young parts he was auditioning for, so he had further vo- voice co- coaching to raise it about an octave. His voice is pitched somewhere between these two extremes. He's Mariah Carey. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, are you telling me that Donald Sinden has a three-octave range and it's all in bass? Yeah. I mean, basically, his his true bass voice, when you hear him talking here, must be, you know when you, uh, you're playing like a, a piano on a, like a computer mm. and you press the C and it's too low and it just goes, oh, because yeah. I'm pretty sure that's all he can t- say when he uh, speaks using his normal voice. It's a, it's a fish proper at, fish prom- at the bottom of the sea can understand them yeah. and no one else. It's a proper C zero kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, that's such a weird fact. So you go, let me get this straight. He was too high pitched, so he learned to be bassy. Yeah, but he was so bassy he had to go up an octave. That's an octave. Yeah. Ooh, I mean that's a lot of notes. Yeah. And when you hear him talk now, it's not as like he's bloody. <laughs> <laughs> No. He's not Ashley from Coronation Street. This scene here, just now, mm-hmm. the first time I saw this pop up, my insane fear of heights. I'm just sitting there going, <laughs> get the fuck away from that edge because it honestly, it made my heart fucking almost jump out of my mouth. Deary me. It's, like, I'm fine with it now, but the first time I watched it, I was just like, you need to get the fuck away from that edge. I don't really have a problem with heights. I've told you this before, but then I am a painter, so having a problem with heights is an issue. No. But I do get like reverse vertigo, if that's a thing. Say say uh, someone's up a twelve foot ladder, yeah, and I'm at the bottom looking up at them. <clears throat> yeah, that makes me feel unusual. Right, okay. And mm-hmm. I don't know why to this day, but it does. Because mm-hmm. we just did that thing again uh, at the hotel where we have to take down the uh, UFO space nineteen ninety nine style light so we can put up the Christmas tree. Right. Uh, from the dome. And you have to go up to the top of the dome mm-hmm. and take it down. And for some reason, it's not that high, but the rest of the roof is lowered. And once you go through the roof, as it were, yeah. I do start to feel quite une- un- uneasy. Mm. And yet, I can go through the roof in the men's toilets, into the secret nightmare hatch, yeah. and sort the heating out, and it doesn't bother me. <laughs> but in the... Uh, you ever, you know, why would you ever do that? Right? You know when... you. Uh, 
right, this is all going to get cut, Gareth, just so you know, because it's too specific. This is what this gypsy man is mm. a monster. Oh, the one in the middle? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty bad. Oh, hideously scary. Yeah, sorry. So. But the, uh, yeah, that, you know, as you go through, to, there's a vestibule as you go through to the gents next to the ballroom, right? If you push the seal net out of the way, mm-hmm. there's actually a secondary area full of winches, like something out of Resident Evil. Right. And you go up there and you do the heating for all the reception. Yeah. I can go up there, and it's, right? And to get up there is dodgy as fuck. You put a ladder up, you can walk, you climb through the ceiling, mm-hmm. keep climbing, and then there's another ladder bolted to a wall. Yeah. And then you climb that one as well. Dodgy as fuck. I've put so much weight on the last time I did it, that that second ladder started to come away from the wall. Ooh. Yeah, you wouldn't get me up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's too. That would freak me out too much. Mm. But anyway, uh, back on track because if yeah. I'm a good boy, I've cut all this out. <laughs> all right. What do you say about that monster? Yeah, the uh, the middle gypsy man. Yeah. Is oh, just hideous. I mean, I, my only note on it was just Jesus Christ, a monster. And yet she's remarkably yeah. attractive. Really, I thought she was. I, don't know. I mean, she definitely is. I mean, she's out of your league. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> n- name someone who isn't. Uh, Donald Sindon. Female. Oh, um, <laughs> men, are, it... men are less fussy. It's fine. <laughs> I'd, probably do, I'd probably do all right. I'm and get not, somebody out there that likes a bear. Not with sorted. that. Not with that hair. <clears throat> oh. I'm some, rewinding. Some people like the bear. No, the hair. What? Oh, no, one, no one likes the bear or the hair. To get that mole looked at. I don't know. She's no. She's she's odd looking. You are one insane and B remarkably fussy for a man who looks like a bridge troll. <laughs> Can't afford to be fussy because I'm not look. I'm, I don't care enough. No. <laughs> no. Do you reckon that was a surprise to him after he meets these three psychopaths that he instantly runs into a policeman, but who's directing traffic for no reason? It's oh, a straight road. Yeah, there's escape convict or something. That's where they're guiding people towards us. Yeah, him. No. I thought that was the no. secret thing. No. Come on. Are you saying that he's not an escaped prisoner? Well, yeah, he, he is. is technically, but they're saying it's unrelated. They, they even tell him that. So. Yeah, but I don't trust I anything don't anymore. No. I mean, also, <laughs> right? A terrible run, honestly. I, I love his running. No. It's great. But I mention it all the time, but... What is the board meeting like with number two and everyone else when they're trying to figure out how to torture this guy? Why is this an option? You know what I mean? If this did happen, it isn't yeah. a dream like you're saying. Mm. Why would you do this? Well, I mean, I get the idea that you go, he can escape if he wants, he'll never escape, or see, something I to that effect. just think it's quite an intensive sort of meeting they must be having because... It's like it's like when you prepare D and D, and you sort of set out, and you kind of know where you want us to go, mm-hmm. but then we will invariably go the opposite direction. Yes, they've got this all planned. They have every eventuality planned out. Yeah, so it's quite insane. Uh huh. It's just again, there's no adaption here. They know exactly where he's going to go. Mm-hmm. But then is that because they've oh. done so much work to him that? Mm-hmm. He only, it's an illusion of... It's like Darren Brown when those people rob banks yeah. just because he says certain things to them. This bit here, this shot, do you know what it reminded me of? Yeah. Winslow Leach in Phantom of the Paradise when he escapes prison in a box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Phantom of the Paradise reference, guys. Oh, nice. But, um... Oh, fucking land that. How long has this episode been on? I mean, honestly, it's only been on 27 minutes. Yeah. And not, this is the first one we go, it's been on this long, nothing has happened. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, he's, he's got quite a far, like quite a distance, but even then, no. yeah, not much. I disagree almost with everything that happens from now on, though. There was like random, like... Well, oh. even though long this has taken, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, the, the good parts of the episode are done with now. Mm. It's kind of all... So it's as soon as he starts opening his mouth, it is a downward spiral. What? Here's the thing. What information could cost this much money, though? You know what I mean? Just think how much this operation costs. Yeah. Right? Because secretly, they've got to be watching him. They yeah. can't go, and then we'll let him drown in the sea on the way to London. No, they've got to save him somehow. 
So, yeah. I don't know. Now, um, he's hanging about outside his house. Mm-hmm. Um, like a, it's like num- a real creeper. Is the fact that it's number one significant? Definitely. Yeah. But, uh, but no. there's no way he is number one. No. You, know, you know what I mean? But it's, I uh, mean, don't get me wrong. There's that bit where he is number one, but he's not number one. Unless he's inside his own mind. I just noticed that extra almost get hit by a car. Is that what that metaphor's for? Actually, that gas the the funeral man pumps out is actually death gas. And this is all like his Jacob's Ladder like nightmare. The the flood of endorphins going to his brain as he dies and he's It's this is basically Mulholland Drive. Which Mm. explains why David Lynch likes the prisoner so much. Actually that's a lie, Mark Frost likes the prisoner so much. It's maybe the way it's shot, but that um Ghost box looks very wide. I mean, that seems like a you know yes. unnecessary sla- slander. <laughs> well, it does. It looks very wide. Car. <laughs> a woman driving my car. Kill the bitch. She is beautifully dressed, though. I dress like that. I mean, she's basically dressed it's like David Bowie. Kind of. <laughs> it's uh, the the hat works because it hides her terrible hair. Yeah, but look, she's rocking like a, a, a chevron wool suit. Yeah. That is gorgeous. I mean, I don't think I could pull off. I'll definitely not a lady's cut. No. But look at it. Look how thick it is. Why doesn't he ever think she's dressed like I am on the island, though? Turtlenecks and suits. Uh. <laughs> More of that crazy pink lipstick I always talk about in yeah. Twin Peaks. Oh, it's God. definitely... That stuff's definitely made for TV, right? Yes. You don't see it anywhere else. Mm. She's, I just know she's got weird glittery eye eyelashes that's weird what you said weird glittery <laughs> eyelashes just oh, that's weird never noticed that before maybe that's just the glue <laughs> of her yeah, fake eyelashes hold it, holding her face on oh my uh, legs oh my <clears throat> I do not feel well I felt alright now I don't feel it's one of those ones you know um, I've, I've been having a reoccurring theme of late yeah. which is after about being up for an hour I realise I feel terrible. Like, it takes me a while, an hour to wake up. Yeah. And after that hour, I realise that I wish I hadn't. <laughs> Yesterday, I had my first lie-in in God knows how long. Yeah. Right? Super glad I had it. But I had this lie-in, and I woke up initially at 10 o'clock. I was like, it's only 10 o'clock. I've only got to do blah, blah, blah. That's fine. I had a snooze, an extra 15 <laughs> minutes. I woke up at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Jesus. I went to bed at like 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> I slept like 19 hours. Jesus Christ. And that's where, you know, if I was talking to my mum, she goes, well, you would have needed it. I don't think I did. No. <laughs> I woke up, you know, uh, like literally with, uh, what do you call it? You know, my legs had like atrophied. I tried to get up and was like, everything hurts. I've developed bed sores. <laughs> See, that was, that was um, before I knew you, but the whole... Hmm. When I did security for um, at Seafield House, mm-hmm. and it was that week that my folks were off on holiday, so I took holidays as well. Okay. And I came home in the Monday morning after work and went, mm-hmm. right, I'll go to bed now and I'll get up in the afternoon and do shit. Yeah. yeah. And I got up at like supper time mm-hmm. and just babbled nonsense mm-hmm. for like an hour and a bit, had supper with them. Mm-hmm. And mum's just like, the fuck's going on? Went back to my bed and got up at two o'clock the next afternoon. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, thinking it was two o'clock on the Monday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, it's Tuesday. And I'm like, is it? And she went, yeah. And I was like, well, I slept a long time. And she's like, yeah, but you were up for a while. Was I? <laughs> I had no memory of it whatsoever. And she went through this whole thing about like the hour and a half or so I was up just speaking shit. And she was like, yeah, you need to quit that job. And I'm like, yeah, because it was mental. But uh, that was the... You know how you can tell she's evil? She's smoking a cigarillo. Yeah. And it's got one of those little, like, not a holder on it, but it's... No, no, it, it's like a, it's just like, a, it's got like a... a mini holder. Yeah, well, no, I suppose it's a maxi holder, because you don't, it's not for a cigarette, it's for a cigar, it's even yeah. bigger. Well, but I mean, if it, it, was, if got, it was a mini one, because if it was a long one, it, I'm thinking it's, of It's short and stout, ones. like a teapot. <laughs> Was you know like in? Why does she look familiar? This bitch. <laughs> look at look at she just eyes him out the corner of her eye. It's uh, Donald Sinden in disguise. Look at she looks really familiar. That maid. 
I guarantee you look her up and she's been in like 500 things. <laughs> Z cars. They've all been in Z cars at Drag least Dragnet. No, that's American. Yeah. Dixon of Doc Green. <laughs> look how tiny these sandwiches are. I love how tiny they are because look what he does. He just like one in, bite. inhales it. No, it's not even. It's even the look she gives him. Like, mm. that's it's like the thing is. Not only does he th- he throws it in, you could always hear it clank off yeah. the sides. It's such a small sandwich. But then he just starts inhaling them. It's like, oh. But they're also horrible sandwiches. I mean, you take them. I guarantee you, they're yeah, all corned beef. But apart from at, that one that's ham. Look at how little filling there is in those sandwiches. Yeah, it's just can the butter to uh, yeah. you know center. Ratio almost, is completely off. It's almost thicker than um, and they look like ham or something. They look quite yeah. pink. Wafer thin. But it's just like one slice of ham in each sandwich. It's they don't want to get too carried away. This is also how you know they're evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty sandwiches. Are you, are you insane? We fed you bread and you lapped it up like it was fucking white bread. <laughs> you lapped <laughs> you lapped up like it was creme de month. <laughs> <laughs> You did, you did sort of really tuck into those sandwiches well, so it's we, quite they, a significant They brought a bloody full well, if, stack of look, cakes she's afterwards. She's still got the little, little cigarillo thing as well, yeah. right? She's barely smoked any of it, and he has demolished some sandwiches. And there was a cutaway. Yeah. I reckon they cut away for maybe two minutes, and he just fucking jammed them in. So, like Cookie Monster. Um, but yes. Prisoner. Oh, we haven't even mentioned... Right? The fact that her character name is Mrs. Butterworth. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not really a thing in this country, but it's. No, but it's still amazingly good. It's it's also the name of a maid. It's not the name of, like, the lady of a house. But, um, yeah. So he he returns to find his house inhabited by a lady named Mrs. Butterworth. And uh, I did have to put in block capitals, I like the cut of her jib. Literally, so, yeah. Again, the, now there was a part here. Well, when he first came in, she offers him tea, mm. and I was really like, "Is this going to come up again?" Where they're asking him what he takes in his tea. Mm. Is that what they're trying to find out? And then they don't ask him what he wants in his tea, so that ruined that theory. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought it's not about why he resigned. They're just trying to find out how he takes his tea. Yeah, I think uh, the most important thing after this whole scene is that she offers to bake him a cake. That's really all that matters. Yeah, well, because just. For the, for the end of yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how are we going to get ourselves out of this we'll um, mention it's his birthday tomorrow and because uh, I'm about okay here's something random right yeah. uh, he's off to meet his ex-colleagues played by uh, Thorpe and the Colonel yeah. aka Colonel J <clears throat> um, Thorpe is played by uh... well the Colonel's played by Donald Sinden yeah and the and Thorpe is played by that guy who was always on TV when I was a kid, but it was always on This Is Your Life, and I always said to my mum, "Who is that guy?" <laughs> and she always said, "Patrick Cargill." Yeah, yeah. He was a big actor in the sixties, which shows that he hadn't done anything in a very long time, <laughs> even in the eighties. <laughs> now he's done some uh, nothing in such a long time. He's dead. I've, oh, I forgot This Is Your Life was even a thing. Well, okay, you, can, he, at this point, I say, yet again, mm. more evidence that he's a shitty secret agent and mm. that he's going to go and meet these things. And this woman that he's just met that's in his house just gives him his car back. Mm. And she's not going to just hand you the keys to the car. Well, no, but he proved it was uh, his. So I think theoretically you could go, can I borrow your car and I'll bring it back? Yeah. She obviously trusts him. I mean, obviously it's bullshit, but you know, yeah. from his point of view, maybe alarm bells. This on. is what's going to happen to me in like ten years. <laughs> Do you mean in ten years? We just suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is the point when I'm watching this and go, "Oh look, it's, again, I never saw the bit at the start. I missed the again because it's in the opening credits. I never read the names. I kind of go off what's in IMDb, and IMDb says this is not Donald Sinden. But I was like, oh, it's Donald Sinden. Then I was yeah. like, oh. And then Wikipedia if you, says it's not. But it is. Yeah. Ugh. And look how cool he is. He's a colonel. And he is the coolest looking colonel I've ever yeah. seen. Suede jacket, salmon pink shirt. <laughs> he does, uh, unfortunately, look like he was created by Jerry Anderson, which is a bit of an issue. <laughs> oh. I mean, everyone else looks human. He's been, his face has been polished. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Um, they they turn around quite quickly though to help him out, don't they? I mean, they're really like. Well, there's yeah, a lot of gonna... cutaway things now, so I'm not sure how long he's there for. Mm. So, I don't know. It's definitely been hours and hours or something going on. Yeah. Maybe oh, a couple of days or something. But maybe, but it's still not that long. No, no, it couldn't be because he said it's my birthday tomorrow and he gets back to a oh, birthday yeah, cake. True, yeah. So this so, is yeah, a day. So it's just a day. Right, I'm, I'm scooting, scooting through this bit because obviously you, it doesn't matter to you because you can't hear it. And nothing is happening to me. So, Oh yeah, that's where they, they check on everything. So yeah, that also proves that the village, they're not with the village because obviously they sent someone to her yeah. and they wouldn't bother if they were. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which does beg the question why they don't keep looking for him when they know exactly, or almost, they they get down, I, I assume GPS didn't exist back in the day. No. You know, but there was still radar. So there would have been a plane on radar, and then there would have been two things when he ejected, maybe. Yeah. And then that plane's going into the sea, like I say, it can't go back. Yeah. So, come on, guys. He ejected as well and ditched it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it went to the sea, but then he, poof. Yeah, and then he's rescued and they go, oh, we couldn't find... Well, no, he wouldn't have been rescued either. He's part of the village. It doesn't matter. But he's keeping his cover intact. But he can just say something went wrong with the plane and no, ditch it. But you don't... He was the milkman. There's still a pilot. He knocked the pilot out or killed the pilot. You can't go back. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> 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 <I'm sorry. laughs> this bit here drives me crazy. Because they've got they've got this charcoal pen, they go somewhere here, and yeah. they colour it in yeah, black. I've got that, yeah, it's like right, we need to really focus on this area, so I'm just going to colour it in with a black pen. You, highlighters, dude. You can, yeah. can, have they been invented yet? I don't know. Well, this pencil seems to be made out of charcoal, yeah, which is like, how old is this pen? I, I really like it. When he starts colouring it, in, you go, I could, I could draw good it's, things with this yeah. pencil. Yeah, he's colouring it, in and it's like, well, we fucked the map up now. We need to do this in another map, but don't don't shade <laughs> yeah. it in. Can't you shade in, around Colour in every other square, yeah. not this one. Oh, but Pinter Man is strong. I want Pinter Man is strong in a red yeah. T-shirt. <laughs> but yeah, see, that's the oh, guy. Okay, yeah, I didn't realise it was the same yeah. dude. <laughs> I've only mentioned it since the beginning of this I know, fucking but I'm show. Just saying, I just I need to see it. I didn't believe it. <laughs> oh. Do you think he hit somebody? Oh, I know what it is. This is linking to the A team in the future. This is where they get their milk from. Mm. They've met the real pilot. Yep. Give him some milk and he passed out like BA. And then uh Well that might actually yeah. And then he wakes up on the beach. How do I get here? I don't think they want to go around killing people any more than anyone else does. So that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Pintaman is strong. Pintaman strong. Pintaman, he kill your baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the best I could come up with it short sure, I don't think that would work for selling milk. <laughs> milk is for babies. <laughs> <laughs> be shut down real quick. Oh. Look at this the easy climbs into a plane as well. I know he was in World War Two, but come on, guy. Was he in planes in World War Two? Look on oh, well, up I, his face. I'm just oh, saying that he climbs safety. into a plane so easy, I think he has to have been. Yeah. You know, he he looks more RAF than army. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely. Very... <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that's a, that's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has got that look to him. He does. That is a a cute plane. Yeah. You can see how old it is. Look at the landing gear. It looks like it's made out of two massive blocks of wood. Like, we haven't made figured out how to make things small yet. It is because they have to use wood because it's light. I actually love Donald Sinden's jacket here. It's a big sort of Paddington Bear duffel coat kind of thing. I could rock that but shit. Round buttons instead of those pegs. I want round buttons. Round buttons are important. The ones that will make it look like, uh, you know, like those stitched leather footballs. <laughs> it just made me think of that guy, Red Buttons, and I was like, is that his brother, Round Buttons? Yes. <laughs> and, and their adopted brother, Black Buttons. <laughs> Oh. Some mild racism there See, in a joke. Yeah. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> Spain. Yeah, I don't understand Spain. But uh, yeah, this whole, I could never have been a pilot or anything because I don't understand this navigation. Wales. 
We went through some sort of warp. It's like some fucking lost shit. Here's the thing. <laughs> he's pulling his visor thing down. Like he's expecting to get shot out of a plane. Well, no, the sun's in his eyes. But then he opens up his thing and you're like, hey, you're about to experience a bit of decompression here. Don't cover up again. But the big seeing you bit is very important. Also, I think yeah. it's actually, if you look at the, the footage there, it looks like <clears throat> it's actually split into two separate sections. No. Though, you know. But they've got radio, you should have radios and things so you can talk to him through that. He doesn't have to see yeah. his face. No, but that's for us to show it's the milkman. It's very important, it's and not you're not paying attention. It's the I don't think it matters. It's the bloody milk. It does matter because it's Doesn't. not the pilot. The pilot could be in on it with the kennel. He's been knocked out <laughs> and replaced. Yeah. The milkman's very important in the fact that they are an outside unit. They're not part of the ke- the kennel's not in on it. Yeah. It's important to know that. Okay. Yeah. It's also that's why the question becomes why does the colonel not come for him at any point? And that is why Dance of the Dead might make sense after this. Yeah. For a plot point of view. Even, there was a quick cutaway there. I think there was another cut here to the cat. Look how pissed off that cat look is to see him. Yep. It's like, oh that's cunt. He's back. That's all I've got to do is look after this cunt. And I, when yeah. he wasn't here, obviously I, I got paid yeah. to nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I broke a cup, but I just drank all the tea that was in the cup. And I never get tea when he's here. Because he insists on drinking it all. There he goes, walking back through. The, the whole flight suit, boiler suit thing is not a good look. Yes, here's the thing. Not a soul going about still. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. But it's just... It's, uh, but once the water starts running, people come in. There's milk still on these doors, isn't it? Hmm. No. But, yeah, once the there is also shower's on... There's also quite a dramatic change to the weather when it cuts to back outside and it's quite a sunny day. True story. So. But that's Wales for you. Yeah. I don't think we need to worry too much about that. Also, that's a beautiful kettle. It's very nice. Oh, no, he didn't let the cat... Oh, he left the door open. <laughs> Anyone can come in the door. The door just opens. <sighs> if they want it to. Surprise, motherfucker. I stole this tank yeah. top from Chandler Bing. <laughs> Six candles on the cake. Well, yeah, he's number six. I know, I'm saying, just, just showing that I do occasionally pay attention. Not enough, obviously, that you think yeah. I think that's important. <laughs> I only pay attention to the stupid things, I don't care about it. Oh, God, I still hate that drummer. Pow! <sighs> but, um, yeah, that's another episode sort of done Damn. of sorts. But, uh, hold on. Get rid of that so I can bloody see. Oh, uh, pardon me. I copped. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I do have the question, why have they done this? I don't understand why no. they did it. They go, well, let him out so that he knows he can't escape. I mean, he does yeah. go back to his... Yeah, so he, cell of what, oh, for yeah. want of a better term, of his own free will. He just he lands on the beach. He goes, "Fuck it, I won't try and get back on the plane or do it again. Mm. I'll just walk home." Yeah, <laughs> you know. And they're like, "Many happy returns, ha ha ha, double meaning." I think because it, it could have <laughs> really gone tits up for mm-hmm. them. Right, he's mm. can he can he's made it back to London. He's got back mm. to his agency and things, which is in can there. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it. Okay, it, it worked out well for whoever it is is holding them because, again, they they got them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on their point. I don't see the sort of risk reward sort of side of it. Hmm. They still don't know why you resigned or fucking anything. Yeah, just and I don't. It just seems to fuck with them, and it's like well, you must have more of a reason to do shit than just fuck with them. These last two episodes have had the same sort of thing where you go, I don't know why. It just seems like such a chore, such yeah. an effort. Yes. Especially, I mean, this is, I see, because they've had to plan it every little thing he could have done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then you it's, go, it's, you, know. you know, who you can, I suppose you could extrapolate out forever who was and who wasn't a member of the village, right? Mm. So Colonel J wasn't. No. 
uh, Thorpe might have been, because I don't know if you know this, but Patrick Cargill's in another episode as, as a number, number two. two. Yeah. But it never suggests it's the same person. No. You just think, you know, he liked the actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could do that, right? So, um, you know, the pilot obviously wasn't in on it, but the milkman was. Yeah. But, like, the creepy travellers, could they just be, like, having a laugh with them? You know? <laughs> he thinks we're, like, Romanian or something. Yeah. I know, I don't get the point of that. Mm. See, this, is the, the, this show is more and more just a, a sort of a slow, sad sigh from me going, I mean, it's enjoyable, but I don't understand why people like it as much as they do. <laughs> it's just... Because there are certain... There's some things that carry over, mm-hmm. but they are all kind of... There are certain things that work as a, se- a series where everything's contained within its episode. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that don't... This tries to have the best of both worlds and kind of fails. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. It just You wouldn't get away with this nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I think you would. Like, I, th- so, I think it's uh, quite... That first 25 minutes of no talking and action, that really is something that would happen nowadays no, but on I'm, TV. No, but I mean, in general, for the entire series, where can there's, mm. you still need sort of more through lines than this has got. It's, oh, that's true. Yeah, you would need you'd need more focus, and this they don't see because the the way it was sort of written stuff, it's unfocused. They still don't seem to know where it's going, which no. is a big problem. <laughs> Aye. No. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like they started off. I mean, I know some things sort of nowadays, and they don't really know where the ending's going to be. But they've got a rough idea, so they know kind of what they're aiming for. Yeah, well, no, they this, they they yeah. I, they they set, tend to know what the episode the, the ending will be, but they don't know exactly what the journey is. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas this, they they just the way they they're just winging it the whole time. Yes, they but just, I think that's they need a... to storyboard it and get the string out and tie things together. But they just no, fuck it. I don't know. See, that doesn't feel particularly true either. Because if you read that thing, he had a Bible. Patrick McGowan put a mm. Bible together for this show, and it was apparently, you know, fucking huge. Mm. So, you know, and also there's that thing where I can't remember when they filmed the finale, but they filmed it real early, mm. like proper early, like ninth or tenth. They already knew how it was going to end, and then mm. they carried on making seven more episodes, mm. which is probably why you can throw so many episodes out. <laughs> well, it was just filler to get them there. So, well, you know, they they were paid for seventeen episodes. You still got to make them, even if yeah. you only got ten. Uh, you have to excuse me. I'm trying to fill for time while I figure out what our next episode is. Oh yeah, I should have looked that up as well. Um, um ooh, really So what was that episode six for that us? That was uh, episode six, but seven and seven. There one. The schizoid man. Schizoid man. Twenty-first century schizoid man. Let's have a quick. I can have a quick look in my book. Number two what. replaces number six with a duplicate to weaken the real six's sense of identity. Mm. What? <laughs> Anton Rogers, number two. Wasn't he from This Is Your Life? That <laughs> was him and Andrews. Okay, so <laughs> close. Oh. I know Anton Rogers' name, though. Why? What's he done? You carry on going. I'm going to look up Anton Rogers and oh. fill this podcast with nothing but silence. Um, I'll see if there's any other um, trivia for this one. Um, let's have a look. Nope, nope, nope. Of course oh, it we've, is. We've gone over everything on Fucking that. Fucking hell, trivia. Gareth. I should hang myself. It does sound familiar. Because but... Anton Rogers from like May to December and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and all that shit. What does he look like? You know, the guy from May to December who's also in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and shit. Let me bring up the cover of May to December. You know, that guy. Is that his name? Yeah. I never knew what his name was until now. Was he in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? He's the butler. He's Michael Caine's butler. He has a mm. ridiculous French accent through the whole thing. 
Oh, I never knew what his name was. There yeah. we go. Well, I, I did, obviously, because yeah. uh, that was driving <laughs> me crazy. Because yeah. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, even though it's a remake, is the bomb, yo. I say it's a, it's like a remake is a bad thing. Everything's a remake now. Yeah. Fuck, at the minute they're remaking Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. So they're remaking a remake. With who? I can't remember, but they're switching it. So the scoundrels and they're female. Of course they are. I have to say it like uh, that. Jesus Christ. Seems... Get on the Reddit and start screaming about women no, taking over everything you love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, yeah, <laughs> I think I've seen Dirty Rotten Scoundrels once, so I'm not going to be rushing out to see. Well, I've, I've seen it. 500 times and I own it on uh, DVD and Blu-ray because it's great Fair enough. Um, Dirty <clears throat> Rotten Scoundrels oh that, that makes perfect sense they're calling it Nasty Women now as a big yeah. fuck you to Trump oh that's not a bad double bill Anne Hathaway and Rebel Wilson all right, okay, that's actually pretty good. So Rebel Wilson will be the Steve Martin role, yeah. I assume. And it's directed by Chris Addison. Another name. The, the 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 guy with the glasses from The Thick of It. And in the loop. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, the British guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he constantly appears on Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. And it's now got to the point where you go... Why you're really Why? you're really popular in America? You need to stop coming back for this. <laughs> Saying yeah. that, he recently got Armando Iannucci again, and he's now won what three awards in like a week. Yeah. For, it's, like, it's like yeah, you know, you're too big for this guy. <laughs> yeah, he can't. Richard Herring can't get any work. <laughs> Not as an actor, though. I saw that short film he made that time that he was really proud of, and he's really good in it. Even if he's just in the background or something. Get his mates to get him in somewhere. I think he's Just fine. Cameo. I mean, he's got more money than we do. No, no, he's definitely I'm... got more money than I do. Yeah. I, I'm just I, saying, it's just <laughs> I looked at my bank this morning and I've got six quid till Tuesday, which sounds fine. Yeah. And then you go, I do only have toast in the house. It's like you, oh, not anymore. Him. You bought me chili. You'd expect him to show up just, like, just in the background. Kind of one line here or something. Just have him show up because he's got kind of these famous mm-hmm. friends. Like um, Buxton would kind of... Like he had more than one light, but he was getting killed in hot fuzz, hot fuzz, and stuff like that. He's in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, so it's getting little bits here and there. He's in Attack the Block. There you go. It just he's got a voice in Sing this year with all the singing animals. There you go. Just throwing it out there. There you go. See, he's getting that. So mm-hmm. again, why is Richard Harry not being thrown anything? While I'm thinking, I noticed yesterday on Twitter. Next time I'm at yours and I have a spare five pounds, Adam Buxton has a stand-up DVD. Really? On Go Faster Stripe. And it's five pound download. Bargain. Twelve pound for the uh, DVD. But Uh, the DVD is quite nice, but you know, five pounds fine. You can give a fiver, yeah. Uh, So, uh, yeah. Ugh. So I've got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do that. Well, you got to waste money on something you don't need. Yeah, I've got to do that. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, you got to treat yourself occasionally. Actually, yeah. that's a lie. I cannot treat myself next month. The saddest thing in the world, all right? I made a note of all the bills I've got to pay. <clears throat> and then I saw the bit, all the money I had left. Mm-hmm. And I took all the money I had left. And I figured out all the Christmas presents I've got to get to finish. Christmas yeah. shopping. And then I looked at how much money I have. Between the 28th of November, including the fact I'm on holiday this week, from the 28th of November um, until the 22nd of December, right? Mm -hmm. And I have £41. Mm. Quite bad, even for me. So you're like, okay, no matter what the weather, I have to walk to and from work. I can make that work. There was a week, not last week, the week before, where I spent nothing one week it's <laughs> pretty good going <laughs> so if you could do that every week you'd be a rich man <laughs> you'd also run out of socks and pants quite quick I don't know why I burned through underwear and socks so quickly I bought a new like you know like pyjama bottoms I think like yeah. things that are skin lounge pants or whatever can sit in a bit of the house yeah right 
Now I have I took them home from Asda. I wore them mm-hmm. a couple of days. The crotch is already worn out, and I'm like, what the fuck have I been doing with my crotch? That this thing is fucking threadbare already. And my yeah, uh, I've told you this before, but my jeans, the crotch always falls out of them straight away. And I've got nothing to be proud of down there, so I don't no, know. It's just sheer good. sheer fatness. And it's cold lot. and everything just knows also yeah. everything's shriveling up now. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't even know what you would describe this cloaca as at the minute it's so cold. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. So next week, Schizoid Man. Yes. Um oh, springing this on you of sorts. Um we need to do uh, secretly from the filth listening, uh, uh, some extra uh, episodes, okay. like two, maybe one week or two, oh, right, a couple, yeah. just in case with Christmas coming and stuff. Oh yeah, and me not I'll... being around. Well, we can get some stuff ready for Wednesday, Thursday, or something. Yeah, it's very short notice. But... No, no, but if we say if we say for Thursday, yeah, but then try and do one on Sunday as well if you're working. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That gets one ahead. Yeah, that'll give us some breathing room. Cool. Because I'll still release them the same, just on the Friday or the yeah. Thursday, depending. <laughs> you know, it's how lazy I'm getting. It's like, and I've finally finished editing, and it's ten o'clock on a Friday, uh, Thursday night. Fuck it, I'll just put it up. <laughs> <laughs> Though I do yeah. like my upload time is now six o two a.m. Well, it was you know I always always pretend you know every episode of uh, the music podcast goes up on at. Uh, 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 Zero one two three, uh, every right. every week. I don't know why. It's just a, <laughs> it's fine. It's a, an addiction of choice. Yeah. I mean, it's music, so I probably should have put it up at one two three four. I'm just saying. Yeah, that will. <laughs> Hindsight's <laughs> twenty twenty. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of twenty twenty, I need to find my uh, my uh, spec savers prescription. <laughs> oh yeah, you need to. Text me Monday nights to tell me how the disaster artist goes. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I, I was texting work um, to figure out, like, when you got that text from you, uh-huh. figure out who was working Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, just me and Phil. So if, Phil. It, if it had been me, Phil, and Divyang, uh-huh. I would have said, right, I'll be late that night because then Divyang can start doing all yeah, yeah. my shit for me. But I was like, ah, damn it, because I thought I can, I can be late. Yeah, I'm a boss. I can decide. And uh, we were just speaking about the room the other day because I gave a copy of it to Divian. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd he'd understand because see, he's seen the room. So yeah, he gets it. Did you know that all in it? By the way, you know how how did this get made? Has a special episode yeah. coming out on Disaster Artist because they are all in the Disaster Artist. New Paul Shearer was, but mm. oh. Uh, so I've seen the trailer and things. Yeah, it does look pretty good. Yeah. And the reviews have been good. So Reviews have been fantastic. Yeah. Someone was talking Oscars. Shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh. And I know you're not a big fan of it, but you should listen to the interview with uh, Simon Mayo, with Dave Franco and James Franco, yeah. where James Franco was like, I like breaking the fourth wall and being meta when I'm directing. So what I did was I directed this movie as Tommy Wiseau. (laughs) (laughs) But with like a James Franco filter. Because he's like, I don't want it to be awful, you understand. I do have to sometimes give people like proper direction. But I still had the Tommy Wiseau accent. And uh, and he's like, is that confusing? And Dave goes, I had to warn everyone in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good interview. You should listen to that. Yeah, I said that. Um, I think it's still saved on my phone somewhere. But the in, the episode of how did this get made with the room with Greg Sisterno. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's still. I re-listen to that occasionally because it's it's good. Turned into you. Hmm. I'm fired at all today. I know that's why I turned into you. Uh, you passed them through. That's why your toe keeps touching mine. You're actually pumping farts into me. Uh, Bloody legs keep going numb. That's because that's, that's what happens when you pump farts out. No. I know it's true now. You just 
You've just owned up to it, you monster. I thought it's because I'm, I'm not farting and hold them in so the farts are going down the bones of my legs. You look like uh, an ornament I used to keep on my uh, shelf at Christmas, the way you're sitting. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like, oh, Jesus. It's the most inhuman thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's because my spine's gone numb too. Uh, I'd give you my magical seat cushion, but I need it for my own bad spine. Um, so, talking movies then, Justice League, Oh, you went to see it. Yeah, you haven't? No. Oh, well, there you go. I'm not going to bother. I don't think I give a shit. Well, you know, it was, but... uh, out of all the shit they've been making, it's uh, after Wonder Woman, their second best film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that might be damning with faint praise, I don't really know, but... It was funny in places, yeah. and uh, the CGI was awful. Yeah, well, you could tell that from the um, the trailers, though. Um, what about Cyborg, though? Because he did just look like he was pasted on top yeah, of everything he's else. One of the best characters in it, and because yeah. he's so supposed to be unreal, it kind of works. It's fine. Because yeah. I saw they explained that it was one of the trailers when it cut back to them sitting at a desk and talking about their characters. Oh. And he's like, oh, he's this computer generated one. I'm like, oh, why was this that? Uh-huh. Did they just mention that? So they go, yeah, he looks awful and out of place because he's supposed to. Yeah. No, I don't mean. I don't think it's like that. I just no, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah, you're not missing out or anything. But you have an unlimited card, so it seems like a waste of money not seeing it. Yeah. To be frank, well, do you want to see it again? I mean, I don't want. I'm not desperate, <laughs> no. but if you want company, then okay, sure. Yeah. Maybe go on Wednesday or something. Just yeah. get, get it cool. Because I need to wait until after Monday, obviously, because I pre-booked that ticket to the Disaster Artist. Yeah. And you can only see one shit film at a time. So yeah, be seeing you. Be seeing you. <laughs>